Hello, Hawks fans, and welcome to another episode of the Kettlecast with your host, Forrest Willoughby. On this episode of the cast, we're talking about the Hawks' 129-111 to win over the Orlando Magic. The Hawks finish off a back-to-back set, knocking off the Magic and getting a two-game winning streak on the books. The Hawks have four players who score 20-plus points. Trey Young and John Collins both score 23, and Clint Capella continues to look more and more like himself. Without further ado, let's get into it. This is exactly what you wanted the Hawks to do after getting back home to the farm. After a brutal West Coast trip, one where they were not able to get any wins, the Hawks have come back and reeled off two wins in a row, uh, and they will face the Boston Celtics on Wednesday. But on Monday night, the Hawks came in, and despite Atlanta native Wendell Carter having a nice little burst at the beginning of the first quarter and Cole Anthony having a strong game all the way through, the Hawks were able to get the win and really set the tone. I thought this game really allowed some of the Hawks players who have been having some difficulties getting started this season to really kind of fall back to how they were playing at the end of last year. But to start this game, the Hawks didn't have a NECA Kongwu again, and DeAndre Hunter is going to be out for the foreseeable future. Again, he hurt his wrist, had to have surgery on that, and is going to be out for the next eight weeks. So that uh, looks to be about 25 to 30 games, which is just brutal because, again, the Hawks had to go through that last year, and it's starting to look like the depth of the Hawks, again, is a strength because of the injuries of the regular season. And Kevin Herter, who stepped up in the starting place for DeAndre Hunter in both the game against the Bucks and this one against the Magic, he wouldn't return at the beginning of the second half because he felt tightness in his hamstring, and so Solomon Hill would start the second half. But um, the first quarter, really, the Magic got out to a nice start. They had about 10 quick points from Wendell Carter Jr., who played his high school basketball at Pace Academy. But the Orlando Magic were hitting their shots. Both teams would shoot the ball extremely well, and the Hawks would come back but find themselves down 31-30 to at the end of the first quarter. The Hawks would have no problem scoring this entire game. They would have no quarters with less than 30 points. Um, they would take a lead in halftime, 60-56, to after having another 30-point quarter. And Danilo Gallinari, in particular, had a nice little run at the end of the first quarter and to start the second quarter. He had eight consecutive points for the Hawks at one point, and he had a nice pass to Bogdan Bogdanovich, who got going scoring-wise to hit a three-pointer. So the Hawks weren't down by a ton going into the second quarter. Uh, Gallo's three-pointers, one was off of a broken play where uh, Cam Reddish sort of fumbled the ball as he was going to the basket, and the ball found its way to Gallo, and he hit the shot. And then the next possession down, it was sort of a end of the shot clock heave, and of course Danilo made the shot. And it was it's good to see Gallo hitting his three pointers. Um, that whole West Coast trip, it felt like no one besides Trey Young uh, and John Collins was really consistently hitting shots. So it's really encouraging to see. Danilo Gallinari really make a, a big push with the second unit. Um, and Bogdan Bogdanovich get right. He was 7-11, 4 of 8 on his three-pointers. Again, four players for the Hawks starters scored 20-plus points. Um, and Bogdan was one of the 20-point scorers. Uh, John Collins, it just has to be talked about how good he was in this game. Uh, the Orlando Magic are a very big team. It starts with Mo Bamba and Wendell Carter, two players who can both play center. And the Magic actually played a little bit of them both at the beginning of the game. 
And then a lot of the Magic's young guys, including their one of their number one picks overall, Franz Wagner, Wagner is a big player. And so JC was going up against um, everybody down low, and JC would finish the game with 23 points on 6 of 12 shooting. He didn't make any of his three-pointers, but he was 11 of 14 from the free-throw line. Um, if John Collins is going to be able to get to the free-throw line 14 points, this Hawks team is going to be better than they were last year. And JC is really doing a better job moving the ball as well. The Hawks would finish this game with 32 assists. If you've been listening to the Kettlecast, you know how much I think passing the ball is such a uh, kind of barometer of where the Hawks are going. And if they're going to have 32 assists, even with the uh, Magic chipping in 30 assists of their own, if the Hawks are moving the ball that well, there's just not a lot of teams that can possibly keep up with them. Um, that meant that about six guys had three or more assists. And it's just really encouraging to see when the Hawks have the ball moving. And also that means that when the ball gets passed to the open player, that player isn't hesitating. They're shooting the shot. Um, again, something you probably heard me echo multiple times over that West Coast trip was it was dribble, pass, pass, dribble, 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 pass, and just know, pass it and get that catch and shoot shot up. Um, there are particular instances. Trey Young has been looking at for this cross court to the corner pass to Bogdan Bogdanovich, who knocked down a three out of that pass in this game against the Magic. Bogdan had an open three pointer, actually drew two defenders and kicked it to Cam Reddish who got off the schneid a little bit and was able to knock down two three-pointers of his own, but found Cam Reddish in the corner for a three-pointer. And all of these plays helped the Hawks build a double-digit lead and help them keep that lead, even when the Magic really made a push to get this game into somewhere where they could maybe come out of State Farm Arena with a win at the end of the third quarter. But um, it was really good to see how good John Collins is playing. Again, he had those 23 points, three rebounds, three assists, two steals, two blocks. The Duncan Deacon just continues to play good basketball, um, and it has been good to see Nate McMillan trust him as a small ball five. He went to Clint Capella with the second unit. I thought that was extremely effective unit for the Hawks. Lou Williams and DeLon Wright played extremely well together. There was a uh, sequence at the end of the third quarter where Lou Williams um, went for his patented you know, two-for-one opportunity, drained the three for the Hawks right before the Magic were able to get a three-ball of their own, and then Lou came down, uh, took the clock all the way down to one second and hit a fadeaway um, two-pointer going to his left, just classic Lou Williams, and that was a little five-point burst for Lou Williams where him and DeLon Wright combined for 11 points. DeLon Wright had five assists of his own. He also hit a three-pointer. He's now hit a three-pointer in back-to-back games. So this was just a really strong performance up and down the Hawks lineup. And without DeAndre Hunter, without Aneka Kongu, without Kevin Herter in the second half, it's just really good to see kind of all of the Hawks players playing really well. One guy who continues to kind of uh, really push the Hawks to a level that they want to get at a championship level team is Clint Capella and Clint Capella was fantastic. He has continued to start to look more and more like the guy we, we come to expect last year, even playing, I would say a little bit better. Um, but the Swiss bank would finish with 20 points on eight of nine shooting. The magic would go to hack Capella in the fourth quarter and Capella knocked down four of six free throws. And if he's going to shoot that percentage from the free throw line, teams are not going to be able to do that. 
Clint finished with 16 rebounds, seven, seven of them offensive. Um, he had a really nice sequence where he got the ball, his one miss. He was able to get his own rebound, put it up for a made shot. But Clint Capella just continues to look bouncier, look healthier. Um, I don't know if he was just rounding back into shape after that procedure that happened this offseason. But Clint Capella playing really well, really dominating the boards, really gives the Hawks a level of uh, rebounding and defense that helps them build leads and maintain leads. He had, he had three assists, two blocks, and three steals. And one of his steals was kind of spectacular where um, one of the rookies for the Magic, Franz Wagner, kind of got his defender on his back and was trying to keep the defender on his back and dribbling kind of way out in front of himself. And Clint Capella just reached out with his long arms, stole the, the ball, and started the fast break for the Hawks. So um, really nice to see from the Swiss bank. Um, Cam Reddish got back going. He had eight points. Again, two of those being three-pointers. It was good to see him as stroke. One thing I've been encouraged, even when Cam has not been shooting the ball particularly well, is he's starting to really pass the ball. He's looking for his teammates, and he always crashes the rebounds. Um, it's been really good to see him. He moves at kind of a different rate. One guy I used to describe this way was uh, DeAndre Bembry, but Cam it just moves so smooth. It, he, he's very smooth on the court, and he's able to get in, in between defenders and rebounders and get the ball. And even when his shot was not following, he was being very aggressive on the defensive end of the court. His handle is not where you'd like it to be. He still can turn it over every once in a while, but he's trying to make the right plays. And then when he has his three ball going, it's really hard for him, for defenders to stay in front of him. If that's what we're going to get off the bench from Cam, uh, really look out. But the Hawks as a team shot over 55% from the field. They were 47 of 85 on their shots, 14 of 30 on their three-pointers. They can get more three-pointers up. Um, they really, you know, don't have to, but they can. They're able to. And I think when they get up to those that 40 three-point range, and if they continue shooting at 46%, it's going to be really hard to stop. One big thing for the uh, Hawks in this one was they were able to get to the free-throw line 32 times. At the end of the fourth quarter, this game really started to get chippy. Mo Bamba got a technical in the fourth quarter. Um, and it felt like the Magic sort of got frustrated with the officiating and kind of lost their composure a little bit. Cole Anthony got a technical early in this one. It was surprising. Right after he got his technical, he kind of went right back at the officials. And I don't know how he didn't get ejected. He would have a spectacular game, 29 points, 11 assists, three rebounds, two steals. Um, but really towards the end of this game, it felt like every possession – was going to end in free throws for the Hawks. John Collins was a big beneficiary of that, but Trey Young got four free throw attempts. Bogdan got four free, free throw attempts again. Um, Clint Capella, they went to a little bit of hack of Capella, so he got six free throw attempts. But, um, you know, there, a lot was made of how the rule changes have affected teams, especially players like Trey Young and teams like the Hawks who really uh, relied on their free throw shooting last season. And the Hawks have sort of made it through a tough, tough swing, tough beginning of the season, and have come out the other side and, and trade to get 23 points on 9 of 21 shooting, just have four, four free throw attempts. Um, it really doesn't seem like it's bothering this team that much. Um, the Hawks will just turn it over 11 times compared to those 32 assists. They had 10 steals, 7 blocks. Um, they would outscore the Magic in the paint, 54 to 44, and... 
If the Hawks continue to own the paint and have their hot shooting from three-point land, that's just a winning combination for the Hawks. And as they kind of play tougher and tougher teams, the Bucks was a really good win. The Bucks were missing some guys. This Magic team had gone up to New York and knocked off the Knicks, but the Magic were missing their earliest pick, Jalen Suggs. Uh, Marco Fultz was out. Jonathan Isaac and My- Michael Carter-Williams, all of those Magic players were out. Um, so this certainly wasn't the full complement of, of magic men, but the Hawks are going to find a winning combination, a winning formula. If they own the paint, continue to own the rebounds and, uh, hit, hit their three pointers. Um, which I think comes a lot off of getting, making a lot of early passes early in the shot clock, not letting teams get set in their defense and, uh, and moving the ball ahead, which I think it's a, you know, Trey Young does that, but also guys like Gallo are getting rebounds and pushing it. Guys like Clint Capella are getting the rebound and pushing it ahead for this Hawks teams. So there's a lot of good momentum. I think when you come home after such a brutal road trip, one where you were never able to really find your rhythm or anything, it, it's imperative that you get those first two wins and the Hawks have done that. Now, um, they continue to be home for a little while longer, a couple more weeks, which is great. But the competition level ratchets is up with the Celtics coming in town on Wednesday night. Um, but the Hawks played a wonderful game against this Magic team and were able to really uh, push the lead all the way up to 20 points and have the bench be cleared at the end of the game and walk this one out without any drama. For the Magic, we talked about Cole Anthony. Wendell Carter Jr. after that great first quarter would finish with 15 points, nine rebounds, two assists, and a block. He was rocking the goggles look, which is... Pretty fun to see any any player rocking the goggles. The rec specs is going to get my respect. Uh, Franz Wagner would finish with 19 points, five rebounds, three assists, and one block. I was really impressed with his off-ball movement. There are multiple times the Magic were able to backdoor cut the Hawks, um, especially funny to see when Wagner, who's about 6'11", uh, made a cut from the corner to the basket beat Bogdan Bogdanovich and Bogdan just hung his head after uh, Wagner threw it down. And you could tell Bogdan was just like, come on, you got to be better defender than that. Um, And then Terrence Ross noted Hawks hater continued his Hawks hating ways with 19 points and two assists, but he was just three of 12 on his three pointers. Um, The Hawks were giving up some good three point looks, but I thought for the most part, they did a nice job challenging the magic uh, three point shooters. The Magic did a really nice job in the first half of really getting to the paint. And again, those backdoor cuts, whether it was Terrence Ross, Wagner, um, any of the wings for the Magic were were making concerted effort to kind of get going towards the basket and get they would catch the passes and get in for layups or easy shots. Cole Anthony, again, really good game, 29 points. He has some confidence level that um, is up there with I would even say Trey Young. He was taking some really tough three-pointers. He was trying to get every foul call. Um, he was fearless going to the basket and sort of dominated dominated the ball for the Magic. And without Jalen Suggs, I guess that's the way that their team is going to be. But um, he took some really deep threes that, uh, aside from Trey Young, I haven't seen a lot of people take, aside from Damian Lillard. But um, he, it was a really nice game from him. He just did not get the help he needed, and the Hawks did a nice job of building a lead with their second unit and then the first unit coming in and holding on to that and not letting the Magic get back into the game. But the Hawks moved to 6-9 and nine on the season. They've kind of you know, come back and done exactly what you want after having such a rough 
uh, trip, come back home, get the first two wins, and hopefully that'll continue Wednesday against the Celtics. And the Kettlecast will be here to wrap up that game after that. Go Hawks! Thank you for catching this episode of the Kettlecast. You can reach me at kettlecast at gmail.com. Go Hawks!